Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a guiding principle study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our book, Guiding Principles. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Request. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast Guiding Principle Study. Uh, happy Halloween out there. Thanks for joining us tonight, or it'll post after Halloween, but it's Halloween right now. Um, and before we get started tonight, we're going to do a couple of introductions. Phil, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Phil, and my clean date is 4-1995. My home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Awesome. Good to see you, Phil. How you doing, Des? Yeah, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm an addict named Des. My clean date is July 24th. 1995. Um, my home group is the We Choose to Live group, fully virtual out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, every Wednesday at noon, my time. And uh, I attend meetings in the Wisconsin region and uh, virtually <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Good to see you again, Des. Uh, my name is Will. I'm an addict. My clean date is February 27th of 2013. Home group is Sunday Serenity Group in Ashtabula, Ohio. We meet Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Um, for those of you uh, following along with your books, this week we're still on the uh, questions for members and all our affairs. We're going to be starting out tonight on question 18, and Phil's going to get us started out right after he reads the tradition for us. Tradition 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities eight number 18 what is at risk when i place principles before personalities in my personal relationships at work in school or in community organizations how and when do i need to place principles before personalities in these areas. Um, I'm so thankful for um, um, Narcotics Anonymous and uh, this uh, tradition, well, matter of fact, all the uh, traditions and uh, being a traditionalist and um, um, just um, what the program stands for, built on spiritual principles and practicing these principles in all my affairs. And just, just like it, it talks about uh, uh, principles before personalities. Um, I never knew nothing about uh, principles, personalities, and placing these things uh, in life and doing these things. So I got into Narcotics Anonymous. I didn't talk about no principles before personalities. And it's, it's such a um, wonderful thing to, uh, to have uh, in life and uh, uh, it's it's just uh, a beautiful concept to have. Um, but in my uh, personal relationships, um, yes, uh, 
definitely uh, is needed uh, um, at work um, um, or anything, anything in the community because uh, I still work work part-time and things like that. And matter of fact, I'm always taking some kind of class uh, every now and again uh, here and there. And uh, uh, it's just Im Im important for me to um, to to be myself and let others be themselves and um to um i don't know i guess get out of the way stay stay in my lane definitely um and um just remember that uh people are people and to be mindful of of, of people and 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 um uh to practice these principles um um what i've learned about our principles all of our our principles um they're just good good um ways um to be and uh and probably practice them practicing them it's it's not going to uh hurt me or really hurt anybody else i don't know if any if anybody else could be uh receptive to our um principles and our our way of life and things and uh um you know because everybody got some kind of personality or 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 or, or whatever you know but uh but with us um uh it's just a good thing um to do and um i don't know um uh i just love and 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 doing it and that's all i have awesome stuff bill thanks for starting us out uh, what is the risk when I place personalities before principles in my personal relationships at work and school or community organizations? Um, not having other people to participate with me. <laughs> you know, when I bring a lot of personality to the thing or don't allow people to have theirs, um, people don't want to hang out with me. I'm a lonely boy, you know, like it just, I, you know, I'm sitting there by myself and, uh, usually then I'm also talking to myself about how it would have all worked out if they would have just listened, you know? Um, how and when do I need to place principles before personalities in these areas? Um, the opposite, you know, when I want people to participate and really like when I want people to be comfortable being honest about who they really are around me, which is, I, I think deep down something we all kind of want. Like, I know I do, like, I want someone to feel comfortable enough around me to be themselves. Um, I don't want anybody to have to act fake around me because I know how hard it is to keep that up when I have to do it around other people. Um, so I guess that's uh, when I want to attract others or when I want to uh, be a part of something um, is when I need to really put them principles and actions. So I love these in all our fair questions because like I've stated before, I, it teaches me how to live. And, you know, Narcotics Anonymous only makes one promise, but the traditions are kind of a cheat code to the rest of life if you have to actually work with other people. Um, I work in a retail sector, so like I, I'm around uh, customer base, associates, things like that all day long. Um, and trying to get people to buy in or, or come together as a group when you have, you know, 100 some people in your building. Uh, it really, um, this translates very well. It's very marketable to, to that kind of thing. So um, Narcotics Anonymous, I, I don't make my living in the recovery sector, but uh, it has translated very well to where I do. Uh, just because like, um, like I genuinely want to see people do better um, and I want to help them get there. Uh, and I, I don't want to be the reason somebody doesn't want to be somewhere, you know, so it's, uh, it's just worked out for that. That's all I have. Des, you got your hand up? I do. And, uh, thanks for, thanks for everything you guys said. 
Um, so a funny, funny statement. When I first was listening to you guys, I was like, is this a trick question? Like, what is the risk if I place principles before personalities in my personal relationships? But that's not what it says. It says if I place personalities before principles. So um, at first I was like, is there a risk? Like I was sitting here going, oh my God, did I miss a risk? Should I be acting different in public than I do in NA? I don't know. It was like just a little mind fuck for me. So that's what was happening. But, uh, but yeah, I think the risk is if when I don't do that, now that I know I can do that, uh, you know, the, the risk is that I'm going to come off uh, really uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not going to be comfortable with what's going on and I'm not going to be centered. And I'm not going to be grounded. I'm not going to be okay. And it's going to be harder for me to have acceptance and love. And, um, and I like to be a person. I, I found that being clean, I'd rather be a person who's accepting and loving than the person I was when I was in active addiction, which was not accepting or loving. So and um, and then it says, how and when do I need to place principles before personalities in these areas? And um, again, that feels like a, just a silly question. Like, when don't I need to do that? Like, is there a time when I'm like, oh, well, today I'm going to bring my personality and forget the principles because it's my school board or it's a politician I don't like or it's a it's a community event I don't believe in, you know, I don't know. So but I didn't get to write all these questions, but I think this question's a little silly. I just wanted to say that, but yeah. So I think I'm just so grateful that I know that I can put principles before personalities. And, and I think that the big lesson for me lately has been that we don't know everybody's story. Like, I don't know. I don't know that guy's story. I don't know that girl's story. I don't know why they're being a crab or why they're being a control freak. And I don't have to know the story, but there's probably something else going on that's way bigger than what's going on with me and that person. So I just have to uh, ease up a little bit and let them, let them be people. So, yeah. So that's my answer to that. And um, before I go on to 19, should we see if our new joiner, Lisa, wants to introduce herself for tonight? Hey guys, my name is Lisa H. I'm an addict. My clean date is February 25th, 2012. My home group is Monday Night Miracles in Meadville and I attend meetings in Central Western PA. Thanks for letting me join you guys a little bit late. No, it's awesome to have you here. I um Yeah, thanks for being with us. So I'm question 19, right? Well, am I the next question? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Do I struggle to accept credit for my accomplishments outside of NA? And how do I balance these principles in places where receiving credit or recognition is appropriate? And uh, <laughs> just like the last question, I want to say, do I struggle to accept credit for accomplishments inside NA? I just struggle to accept credit for accomplishments, man. I just like want to be like, yeah, that was done. It's really cool, but I, you don't need to put my name on that, you know? And then, um, some of the things that have happened in my life that I've been clean since I've been clean is I've published some research and your name kind of goes on that. Right. So it's like, Ooh, well, that's not really my name. That's just my long, that's my long name. That's my full name. Nobody really knows that, but now I'm older and people are getting to know that. So, um, it's really hard for me. I was just at a place, uh, from my work and somebody said, Hey, I read your paper on, and it was so inspiring, da 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 da. And I was like, whoa. And, and immediately I wanted to crawl under a table and hide. 
and I had one of my colleagues with me and they were like, yeah, that paper was great. Wasn't it great? You want to talk about it? And it was so funny because, um, because it, it just felt like, oh, I don't really want to talk about this, but there I was talking about it. And I think the thing that, um, that recovery has given me is an ability to stand tall and be okay with what I've done and, but not be like loudly bragging about it. Right. So it, it's pretty cool. And then how do I balance these principles in places when receiving credit or recognition is appropriate? I mean, the same way I just take my principles first, you know, and I've seen a lot of people who are big old, like, oh, I wrote this paper and I have this book and I have this job or I have this title or I look at my car, look at my spouse, look at my children. And they're just so proud of everything. And it's like, okay, well, that's really cool. But what about the rest of us? What about, you know, like Phil said, when he got here tonight, just us chickens, what about the rest of us chickens, man? We're all, we're all the same. We're all like human people. So I'm really grateful for Narcotics Anonymous because um, even though I feel like I still suffer from some chronic low self-esteem, I think the the addict in me would cover that up with enormous ego that would be completely inappropriate. So I'm super grateful that um, that I know about principles before personalities and that I can carry that into other places in my life besides Narcotics Anonymous. Thank you. Thanks, Des. And at the risk of sounding arrogant, no, I have no problem accepting credit for things I do outside of Narcotics Anonymous. And I'm going to share a story. Like, so I, life just has worked out for me in a few areas. And uh, I remember first going through my fourth step and I got to the assets portion of happened to be at the same time, like my job was grooming me for the next level. Um, and I had to start like, you know, prepping for interviews. And they're, they're, you know, they're helping me. And like, I, I got to this interview and the guy goes, you know, you show up to work on time, you're reliable, you go hard. I don't have to tell you to find stuff to do. Um, when you say you're going to get something done, you get something done. When you say you're going to be somewhere, you're going to be, I'm like, man, I got these guys fooled, right? Like I'm the, and then like, I'm thinking about it for a minute. I'm like, holy fuck. It's like, I've been doing that for like two, three years. Like the, that's, that's legit. Like I did, and it just happened to be at the same time I was, in the step working guide going, what are my assets? And I'm like, okay, you're right. Like if I say I'm going to show up, I show up, even if it means I fuck up the rest of my life to do it in some areas, I get to where I'm supposed to be. Um, so there's a plus and a downside to it. Um, but today, like even um, when people come in and say things like that, like, I think you just be honest with your responses back first, like a quick thank you. And then a quick explanation to, you know, I, you know, I didn't do it by myself, you know, <laughs> Uh, and, and shout out the people that are there with you and, and and give praise where it's needed as well, because very rarely do I do anything on my own that is that noteworthy. Okay, like I have people around me, um, especially in the rooms, but even at work and things like that, like it's it's easy to give other people their flowers as well, because, um, you know, it, it, you, you know how important it is. Uh, how do I balance these principles in places where receiving credit or recognition is appropriate? Um, I think I already answered that. All right. That's all I got. Uh, Phil, you got your hand up and then I have Lisa coming up after you. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good one. And then I'm sort of like on like ditto on, on top of, uh, both of you folks too. But, um, what comes to mind with the accomplishments, uh, outside of, um, NA, uh, uh, do I struggle with, uh, with, with, with credit? Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to say not really, but what I've learned um, in re in recovery is to have some kind of uh, you humility with something, and uh, you know, don't don't uh, you know? I don't want to be like the bragging thing and and this and that because there's just things that happen in life. Uh, just to say at work where there there might be some uh, accomplishments, you know, because I'm I'm still teaching part time and things like that, and you got you need classes and that. Uh, to get stuff and then um it's just things um teaching and, and things belonging to um outside uh, organization that where they have uh different things you know and um uh you know and and i guess i guess there there's awards and and this and that and certificates and 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 that kind of stuff and i i just look at it as that just goes with the with the process and uh the the recovery um part of it is uh, okay i'm glad i'm in recovery to live to see it and and uh it's part of being that uh productive um member of society which has been been learned here in um um narcotics uh, anonymous and um receiving um credit or recognition um uh uh, is a is appropriate um you know uh you know e even in here I'm, I'm 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 mindful of um different different things because um um i i do have different positions in in um narcotics anonymous being a trusted servant at and and believe it or not i, I don't talk about them too much you know and and the reason why I, I I do that I just want I don't want to be anybody to think that I'm on no pedestal or I'm I'm up there and just because I got this position like whatever that you know uh, um I don't know I don't know our our members can can just think different things um and uh and I know that and I realize that being here for a couple cups of coffee so I I, I am conscientious uh. In that, I guess I'm getting accolades and recognition and things like that. So, um, I don't know. I I, I keep a lot of things quiet, even here with uh, with our things in here. I don't let nobody know I'm doing this and the other thing, or I'm on that committee, or like whatever. I just don't say anything, you know. And that's just me. That's all I got. Thank you so much, Phil. What you got, Lisa? Hey, Lisa, addict. Um, so this is an interesting question because as I'm listening to you guys talk about it, um, I, part of me wants to say like, no, I don't struggle to accept credit for my accomplishments outside of NA. Um, but kind of like echoing what Phil said, I don't always talk a lot about them either. Um, I think for me, there's like this disconnect sometimes between like accepting credit for my accomplishments and accepting credit for like me as a person who did that. Right. Like, um, I'm heavily trained and heavily skilled in my job and I have tons of experience and I receive, you know, like pats on the back for that all the time. Um, and I like to, you know, say that I can consider that an asset that I am very, very good at what I do, but when somebody tells me that it's because of like this thing about me as a person, 
right? That because I work with integrity or because I'm honest or because I'm transparent or I'm a good communicator, that's when I get like, ah, no, right? Um, I think it is a little bit difficult for me to like integrate the idea that like that there's wholeness to that for me, right? Like I can look at something and be like, sure, I did that. And, um, you know, Phil, you touched on humility. Um, and Jen kind of shared on this on uh, one of the daily check-ins recently where she shared about assets, um, where she said like, she talked about the process of learning how to just say thank you when somebody gives her a compliment. And, you know, that's something that I also had to be taught when I came to Narcotics Anonymous because that was uncomfortable. You know, my initial response to accepting credit for my accomplishments or anything that anyone pointed out to me that was good was to like self-deprecate. It was to be like, oh no, you know, that's not, you know, somebody would compliment my appearance and I'd be like, well, yeah, but my hair looks awful or this color on me is bad. Or, you know, I would always find something to nitpick and kind of contradict. And when I receive credit for my accomplishments nowadays, it can kind of be the, the same thing, or I just don't really share them with people. I forget sometimes, you know, cause I, have also had a cup of coffee or two in the rooms. And um, I forget that it's important for me to share the experience of like the positives, right? It's, it's, it's in the spad today too, I think um, about like sharing how we set goals and had dreams and how we got there and how we accomplished them. And even when we're disappointed sharing how like we sit with that, but I forget as a person with time that like, it's okay to share the things, you know what I mean? There's like a, almost like a weight of guilt associated with it. Um, so I think for me, like balancing the principles where receiving credit or recognition is appropriate. Um, humility is extremely important to me in that area and viewing myself as right-sized, right? Not all good or all bad and acknowledging that like, yes, I do have assets and it's okay to say thank you. Um, I also think I don't know if graciousness is even a word, but I think like being genuine um, in accepting when another person wants, like allowing someone else to love me is an act of love towards them, right? So like when that's being extended to me, it's important for me to kind of welcome it, right? Um, I'll say this and then I'll shut up. Damn it, Will, I did the thing. Um, we, uh, you know, a group of us spent the day at Start to Live, which is the tri-state regional convention that happens in, uh, well, right now it's in Erie every year. And like, shout out to the Start to Live committee, because you guys did an, an, an incredible job. It was a fantastic convention. But um, while I was there, I bumped into someone that I serve next to at the region level. And she immediately like lit up and she hugged me and she said, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to finally like see you in person. And um, cause we, you know, do some stuff on zoom and we miss the bus on the in-person stuff sometimes. And she was like, I'm so happy to be serving beside you. You're doing an incredible job and everyone knows it. And I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like, but it was really beautiful. And, you know, I don't, for me, that's the difference between like recovery-based service and service-based recovery. Like I also don't go around, you know, saying like, oh, I have this title. I have this, whatever in NA, this is, you know, so I was able to just hug her back and say, thank you. It's an honor to serve next to you also. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to our future in service together. Um, so, you know, I think for me, like humility is the big one and and just being able to view myself right-sized inside of this tradition. So uh, with that, I'll pass.
Awesome stuff. Thanks, Elisa. Uh, graciousness is a word, according to Google. The only word I've heard used that was completely made up since I've been here is gratitude. It's my favorite one. I like to use that over and over again when I'm around that individual. But all right. So I see no other hands up. My question is, um, how can I apply principles of this tradition in areas of my life outside of NA where not everyone is regarded as equal? Um, I'm a big believer that um, while we might not be in the same space, like we're all like, there's layers to this shit, right? Like uh, life or general or whatever. So I, I don't, I, the word equal kind of throws me off there. I don't, I, I'm not comfortable with that word. Um, even if someone's on a plane, like a, a report of mine, or let's say my kids, um, there's still a level of respect that's deserved to everybody. And there's still a level of love that needs to be passed around to everybody. Um, and if it, uh, if I'm on the plane above them, I, I think uh, servant leadership is a, a very important tool, like to be able to, to, to show people how to act or try to train them in the right ways. And if it's somebody above me, um, man, I've made a whole career out of ass kissing. So I don't I don't know. I it, yeah, I <laughs> yes, sirs will get you a long way, you know, but no, like really, like I've never uh, I've never felt like, you know, uh, I wasn't free to be myself somewhere. And if I wasn't being myself, then I would have to continue to not be myself to be there, which is not comfortable. And it's not going to work out for me. It just it never has. So um, if I mean, there's there's some language things and stuff I definitely toned down and maybe like a lot like in the rooms. There's a lot of my personality I don't bring with me into certain places. But um, I still have to be able to feel like I'm being true to myself, how I'm acting. So um, even if it is a little <laughs> down, that's all I got. Phil, I see you got your hand up. Uh, I'll be real quick. Yeah, that I guess you know what that is a, a, a good one. Okay, how do I apply principles of the tradition areas of my life outside of NA where not everyone is um, uh, regarded as uh, equal? I um, I run into that quite often, you know, and especially belonging to uh, uh, things that are um, outside of um, Narcotics Anonymous. And um, um, you know, and I don't want to knock or judge anybody, but, but they, they, um, you know, have the tendency to, um, to, um, think that they're so, well, I'm not going to, I don't want to even say that. How do I want to say this to be, be gracious, uh, to, or there's, well, you know what, the things that, um, uh, I'm reading there, uh, to be spiritual, really spiritually, uh, well, or fit and, all these things, but but sometimes um, the uh, actions and things um, uh, that people do outside of here show me that um, they're not even thinking about equality and unity and and being our like wholeness and oneness and things that uh, that we have uh, in our Anonymous and with diversity and things like that, you know. Um, um, so outside things um, can be those outside things. I mean, they 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 mean well, but it's just just how our program is set up with with so many um, um, uh, so much diversity. I'll just try to keep it simple. That uh, and then 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 we're all regarded as uh, as one in our unity, and and with the anonymity. Um, being being equal and 
I don't know. Um, I I guess um, at the convention there was so many uh, uh, different everything you can think of in this world uh, was there, and um, everybody getting along, and so the thing was just so peaceful, and 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 this and that, and um, I do belong to outside things that I do talk about those things in life, but uh, for them to do something like that. I don't think they could, you know. I mean, I, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're we're just different, you know. And 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 addicts and our 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 program of recovery, uh, it's 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 just a, a different thing. And um, I don't know. I I think in here we're, we 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 can do that better with the equal thing. But I I'm, I'm learning outside of. Um, narcotics people want to to do that but we can put it into action that's all i know all right des got your hand up i do and uh i i think the the only well i, I look back at the spiritual principles in the chapter just to make sure but um applying the principles of this tradition where not everyone is regarded as equal um, the two that really jump out to me is just humility and respect. If some, if I'm around a group where somebody's acting like they're better than another set of people, I am generally the person. I think I was kind of this person in active addiction too. I think I've carried this this track for a long time, but I'm generally the person to go up and say, "Hey, man, I can help you," or "I'll help you do that," or "What do you need?" or you didn't do anything wrong, you know, having some humility, like I'm never better than anybody else. You know, I, I like that we're all equal. And I like that, um, that we talk about that in Narcotics Anonymous. And I think it's great. You know, I, I, I'm always that person who's like, uh, busting up the inequality, I guess. I just don't believe that that's the way to be. And I, I, um, and I'm really grateful that we talk about it in NA. And, and the truth be told, I've been asked to belong to a couple of organizations in my community where they pull this shit, where they're like better than the other people in the community. And I've told them, no, thank you. And then when they've been shocked, we made you this offer. Why won't you join? I very politely tell them why I won't join. And sometimes they've changed the way of their organization. And sometimes they haven't. So, but it's really good to be that voice. And I'm grateful that, um, that I've learned how to say it in a way that is attractive to other people's ears instead of just like, Hey man, you're just a bunch of effing assholes. You know, I could say it in a way that, that they're like, Oh wow. We didn't think about it that way. You know, but what I really want to say is the first place, but I don't have to do that today. So that's all. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Des. What you got Lisa? Hey, so um, I like this question because um, I think for me, it again, touches my professional life um, because I'm, I'm licensed in the field I work in. I'm like heavily licensed and certified. I have to be. And, uh, you know, part of that licensing means that I abide by a code of ethics where um, like social justice and diversity advocacy and equality are like central tenets to my license and what I'm required to do professionally. And, you know, it's really interesting because I feel like those things come naturally 
to me because of growing up. I've literally grown up in Narcotics Anonymous. I got here at 21 um, and I'm in my thirties now. So, um, you know, but there's still times where, so like, I'll, I'll touch on this real quick. Um, you know, discernment is one of my absolute favorite spiritual principles, if not maybe my absolute favorite next to like anonymity. Um, and, and, you know, to me that speaks like, for me, I was taught that like discernment is judgment plus love. Right. And like, in those arenas where others are not always viewed as equal or one group is better than another, uh, that's judgment, right? But judgment plus love allows me to be able to like apply some of the principles that I was taught here to assisting others and having a voice, right? Because like when I got to NA, I didn't have a voice and somehow I felt that I was both better and lesser than all of you, right? So like I marginalized myself in a lot of ways. Um, But now I get to work with people who like face real life, you know, and I don't want to get too like political or racial or anything like that in discussion, because those are like outside issues for us as members of NA, but are they really right? Because like, whenever I hear outside issues, I'm like, look, if it affects my fucking recovery or yours, it is not an outside issue It is damn straight an inside issue. Um, you know, and I, I have the, the honor of being able to work with people who are part of populations that don't always have that voice and narcotics anonymous really is where I learned how to do that. Um, on like a practical level, although I will admit that sometimes it is much easier for me to apply that like acceptance and diversity piece to the inside of NA, right? Like I can love all manifestations of the recovering addict inside a meeting. It is much harder for me at times to apply that like unconditional love and acceptance outside of NA. Um, that takes like a conscious effort and I have to be reminded and I bump my head on that all the time. Uh, so with that, I will pass. Thanks, Lisa. Um, I have Phil up next with question 21. Are there times in my life outside NA when I want to call someone out in a way that would be hurtful or destructive. How can Tradition 12 help me to navigate conflict or anger? Um, I'll go as far as to say uh, a, a lot of times uh, I, I want to say different things to people but uh, the luxury of being in in recovery um, and the spiritual principles we we have um, with self discipline and um, just just how we can be critiqued in the spiritual principles in our steps and traditions and especially placing uh, principles before personalities and uh, applying the um, uh, spiritual principles within myself so I don't go into that um, anger thing and conflict thing. Um, um, what I've learned um, in, in, in recovery is, is um, I can still say call somebody out, but what I'm usually trying to do is do it, do it in a loving, caring way 
which Narcotics Anonymous has taught me in here to to do our members. And um, uh, outside of NA, I I really try to practice it because uh, inside here you can say all kinds of things. When you're in my home group, I I know your sponsor. You know, we can say all kinds of stuff in here with with us. You know that you know that it can it can uh, have some kind of weight, but but outside. Um, of uh, NA with different people in that uh, that don't have a program. Uh, I need to be mind mindful. They don't have a program. They're not in recovery, and uh, um, they just they they do what they do. You know, um, 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 we're supposed to have a reputation and uh, things like that. And um, and once again, it's back to that ever reminding me to place principles before personalities and practicing them in all my affairs. You know, I'm not I'm not in a meeting. Uh, uh, th- these people not they're not in recovery. So, uh, um, like I like I say to my my sponsees uh, when they're clashing this and that, who is going to be the better person? Who is going to be the better man? You know. So sometimes um, it goes into that. And then, uh, how can a tradition trail help me navigate conflict and anger? Um, it it just teaches me that you know not not to to do that and how how dangerous those uh, things can be you know uh, a- anger um, is it oh my goodness that's that's just uh, uh, caught up in that in that that grip grips and things and uh, I need I need to grow up or die you know um, uh, lately what I I have been doing and. Um, Matter of fact, there's a few things that happened uh, uh, at the convention. They they were very mild, and um, uh, I was able to diffuse a, a, a diffuse a, a, a few things. So it didn't go into too much conflict and uh, anger, but it was back to centering myself in the calm conversation. And and lately, what I what I have been been doing is like is like a ten step check check yourself before you wreck yourself or I'm checking myself before I wreck myself. And then, um, it's just like a very short, like, um, snapshot of myself to center myself in the moment and things. And, uh, and I'll just ask myself like two things. Okay. Am I, am I growing spiritually, whatever situation I'm in, am I growing spiritually? Am I growing with, uh, a God, my understanding or my heart? Am I growing with them? And then when I then I'll adjust the thing with okay, loving and caring. Okay. Uh I got a loving and caring uh higher power. Phil, you need you need to be loving and caring is to no matter what's going on. And then then, you know, I guess it's that understanding and application thing too of um of all our traditions, you know, steps too. Gotta put them in there too that uh uh helps me navigate i can i can move through this world that's all i got awesome phil thanks before i get started quick question like i don't know how everybody else's brain works but i hear like the first sentence you say and then i contemplate it the whole time you're talking i love going back and listening later because you guys rock my world with shit i didn't hear in the moment um i don't know if anybody else does that or not but um i'm glad you started out the way you did because um, I didn't want to be the only guy to say, hell yeah. 
like hell yeah i want to tell people but i think the keyword is want right it doesn't say do i go out and tell people or do i go call someone out but do i want to yes um especially when they uh trigger a feeling um for me the most uh apparent or the the most i i, I get most uncomfortable with or really want to get um rude to somebody or or i guess you know coming without empathy is when I see like versions of myself from the past. Like when I see somebody who's stuck where I was stuck, um, I have a real hard time, especially when they're bullshitting like I was bullshitting. Like, you know, and I, it, finding a, a a nice way to say, hey, like I see you um, is not always easy, especially when I know like the, what helped me was pain. Um, I actually have people a lot, like when they ask me to sponsor, I just need you to know. Like pain is the thing that has motivated me the most. So like, I'm, I gotta, I'm gonna help you get there quick, you know? And uh, <laughs> it just has worked out like that, you know? I just, um, but yeah, to, to want to, and I'll share a little story too. Like, so my oldest daughter, she's 24 now. Um, her mom's an addict, I'm an addict. Uh, she was 14 when I got clean. Um, I was just, I was just waiting for that domino to fall, right? Like, like it's inevitable, this is gonna happen. Um, with the, 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 and you know, <laughs> it hasn't happened. Um, but like I, I would, uh, when I would talk to her, it was in ways that like, I was like, this is going to happen. So you need to know this. Um, and, and, you know, come to find out like not, not everybody's me. Okay. Um, so I, I've, I've learned to grow through that because I learned a lesson there. Like I have three other daughters that I don't have to do that to, you know? So, um, and it's, it's all good things. I never like prepped her for being a drug addict or anything. I was just, you know, you know, she would want to go out with friends and I'd be a little leery. She'd want to, you know, do certain things. And I'd be like, you know, this might not be safe for you, you know, um, because, you know, I was putting me onto her. Um, when I want to call someone out in a way that would be hurtful or destructive. Um, yeah, I want to, but I don't. I try not to, really. Um, or if you say it more than like three times. I have patience for things like once or twice, but like, if you just won't shut the fuck up, sometimes like there, there's a, there's, there's a, a level of patience that just goes away. Like, okay, I get it. I, if you won't shut up, I'll probably let you have it a little bit. I'm sorry. That, that's just reality. Um, and one of my favorite lines at work and at home is people when they tell me they don't want to do something. I say, the good news is you don't have to want to, you just got to do it. Okay. So like, you don't have to want to, I just got to be nice. I don't have to want to be nice. I don't have to want to be cool in the moment, but like I have to. Um, and that's all I have. Des, I see you got your hand up. Yeah, um, I, I think this question is great. Uh, are there times in my life when I want to call someone out? Of course. Oh, every day, man. Shit. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm just overly observant, but I could just sit at my house alone and I could find somebody that's fucking something up and I want to tell them to do it differently. Just me. Maybe it's just me. But the next part of this question is the one that saves me. Um, how can tradition 12 help me to navigate conflict or anger by just applying it, man? I don't have to be a big jerk. I could be like, oh my God, I'm really not comfortable with this, but I'm going to consider everything before I open my mouth. And um, most of the time that makes me a pretty likable person. 
And um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. But yeah, if anybody's sitting out there and thinking that if you stay clean for a long time, you're not going to feel like calling somebody out, just uh, know that I've, I've been clean for a while and I still get angry and frustrated with people. And I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? You know, I, I say the word interesting a lot. It's like a nice way to be like, I want to fuck you up. But I go, oh, that's so interesting. So <laughs> yeah, so thanks. Note to self when Des finds me interesting in the future. All right, I don't have any more hands up, so I got Lisa taking us off next on question 22 there. Hey, so question 22, uh, what other areas of my life would benefit from the application of selflessness? What would change in my relationships if I approached them from a spirit of anonymity? So this might be higher power moving in my life a little bit in this moment, um, because I feel entirely called out by this question. Um, so I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable, a little bit deep on this for a second. Um, because one specific area of my life, um, that stands out right now is my relationship with my partner. Um, I know it's gross, right? Thanks. Will. um, I, I'm looking at some of this stuff in my relationship because like that is one circle, like I'll stay in a circle in NA all day long, but like in my relationship, I will step in and I will step out and I will step in and I will step out emotionally. Right. Um, my pride and my ego will prevent me from being vulnerable. It will get in the way of like, it, it makes me really self-destructive in certain areas in my relationship. And honestly, like sometimes I think it's probably because this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Um, and it's, it really mirrors some shit back for me, right? Like it really forces me to come like face to face with some stuff that's uncomfortable. Um, my, my selfishness and my arrogance and my pride in my relationship, um, you know, like the, it drives me to have certain expectations for other people. Right. Um, so like what that looks like in my relationship is like, I expect my partner to read my mind, right. Because like, I've got that like chip on my shoulder where like, I'm not in like a spirit of service, like service isn't an action. It's a posture of the heart is what the literature tells us. Right. And like, that is not always the posture in my heart, in my relationship. And like that causes me some issues because then I can like isolate, I can get caught up in my own thoughts. I cannot say what I'm feeling. And I can sit on that for days and days and days until I'm like, fuck this motherfucker. I'm out of here. Right. And I have to like practice a little bit of self selflessness, practice a little bit of service, like, and allow this person who loves me very much to do just that. Right. And, and I share that because like, that is one area that I still like really can struggle in, um, in my recovery. And it's just like, right. Like I'm writing on it in inventory right now. So it's like really in my face right now. And that's the thing that came to mind when I read this question. Um, and I think that that could really be transformative, um, in that particular relationship. And I'm sure the same idea could probably relate to like all of my other relationships. Um, because I don't want to 
step outside of those circles. I don't want to like separate from the love and acceptance that is offered to me in my relationships with other addicts. You know, there are people in my life today who love me enough to tell me the truth, right? They love me enough to like that calling out question, right? Like I have people in my life who do that lovingly and I appreciate it, right? Um, So I think that that's just something that's kind of really on my mind. Um, and like, honestly, I realized that I do that to people because like, you know, this is really kind of healing for me. Right. So like, I, I was listening to a woman share it, start to live this past weekend. And she said something that like really connected a thought for me in my brain and helped me realize that like, I get that pride and arrogance on me. I get that expectation on me. I get that selfishness on me because I expect the people in my life now to make up for what I didn't have as a child. Right. Like I expect this man to do certain things for me, to fight for me, blah, 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 whatever it is that I've made up in my head, because like, I still haven't resolved some of that underlying shit. Right. I still have some healing to do. And that's why I'm so grateful, you know, for the steps and the traditions that like remind me of like those areas where I still have to grow. Um, But letting others love me, right? This is like such a theme for me right now. Letting others love me is an act of love. It's an act of selflessness. Um, So if I could ever work on applying that, I'm trying. Um, But I think it could really have transforming power and just like opening up and softening my heart to like the love that has been offered to me. Uh, So with that, I'll pass. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Lisa. What you got, Phil? Well, uh, uh, that was good. And I'm, I'm going to be real quick. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I really in, enjoyed that, but, uh, uh, the benefits from application of, uh, selflessness, uh, uh, what I always say this, uh, who, who in this world doesn't want to have their own way. I don't, I don't believe anybody, um, doesn't want to have their own way because I, I know I surely do. So that, uh, selfishness or self-centeredness, uh, uh, I'm still trying to grow up and I need to grow up uh, uh, or die. But but the other part of it, it's 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 uh, what would change in my relationship if I approach them with the spirit of anonymity um, In all my affairs of uh, what I've learned. I've only learned this in in Narcotics Anonymous is including uh, people just include them in in whatever situation it's in and um uh, uh, and then a question like uh, how do you how do you uh feel about this what is your spin and twist on this and try to do as much as i can and i find myself doing this to get myself out of the, the way and just see what somebody else wants to do you know or collectively we come together to do what we need to do and um the spirit of anonymity um still is is with the the equal um thing everybody's like equal and and this and that and then sometimes it's it's just that approach thing on that approach thing is is to try to uh uh divide that pie up evenly to make sure everybody's getting the same piece of the pie or the same piece of the action or we're all on this together but everybody gets their fair share of whatever nobody's getting no more nobody's getting no um less and um that's what I like about the spirit of anonymity. And uh, 
I can uh, I can talk about these things. What can we all do together um, to uh, get something? But we're all in this together, and we divide it up together. And in life, we have family. Uh, uh, I have I've been found this all at work. Different organizations I uh, uh, belong to, and and some people will say, and I I learned that here. I don't tell I don't tell people. I said, oh. I like how you think. I, I like how you do things. So can I get on your committee? <laughs> and I just learned all that that year. Um, and that's all I got. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Phil. I don't see any more hands up. So I'm wrapping us up on question 23 here. Uh, how do humility, anonymity, and unity work together and separately in my life? What are some ways I practice these principles? And when I come from a place of unity and anonymity, how does my experience of the world change? Um, that's a lot. Um, how do humility, anonymity, unity work together and separately in my life? Um, so like, there was a couple questions ago that Lisa answered that I was kind of glad Phil went behind her because I didn't want to have to. Um, I don't want to sound arrogant. Like, is it, um, what areas of my life would benefit from the application of this? Like, I didn't know how to do anything right before I came to Narcotics Anonymous for the most part. So the Narcotics Anonymous model is what I use everywhere I go. And if it doesn't work, I generally just don't stay there. Um, not a perfect recovering anything. I just found something that works and I duplicate it. And, you know, luckily my wife is uh, pretty agreeable to, to humility and anonymity and things like that. Um, but like, I generally um very simple-minded uh, a lot of things I just compare metaphors to other things, but like, what is my primary purpose? No matter where I'm at, really helps me see where the center of anonymity and humility need to be. Like, what am I trying to do right now? Um, and it, it, if uh, if my goals in life, I'm corny as fuck, I will look dead at you next to me. Like, what are we trying to do right here? Like, what are are your goals lining with my goals? Are we fighting against each other? I just want to make sure we're on the same page. And people at work are like, where the fuck did you come from? I'm like, ha, I can't tell you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like, and I just started the new building like two weeks ago. And like, one of my, uh, one of my supervisors, uh, below the, one of my supervisor, like associate supervisors, it was like, how do you do this? Like, cause like, I just, I come in the door like a Kool-Aid man. Like, we're going to talk about it. We're going to get everything out on the table. We're going to bring it out and we're going to find out where our common ground is. And we're going to make sure our goals are aligned with each other. Um, and we're going to make sure we we know where each other's headed. Um, when I come from a place of unity and anonymity, how does my experience of the world change? This is going to be a little off the wall, but like it's an election year coming up and the news I feel like just makes me not a part of. Like I watch the news and I feel like, wow, I'm alone. Um, the whole world's against me. Or things are going that way. Everybody hates each other. The and If I like a song, I, I don't know if this is relevant or not, we're going to, we're going to take I go on YouTube and I watch reaction videos to that song. And there's so many people that don't look anything like me or from anywhere I am. And they all love the song, just like I love the song. And for whatever reason, it makes me feel really fucking good. Like for, it's like the opposite of watching the news. I'm like, we're not, we don't hate each other. We like the same shit. Um, the same within the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous, man. Everybody, it, it was important for me to come here and see people that look just like me um doing things that I was trying to do that but it was it was equally as important for me to see people that look nothing like me from nowhere near where I'm from um expressing feelings the same way that I felt 
um, you know, on those last days and coming in. Uh, so how does unity and anonymity, like I said, what's our primary purpose and why am I here? And if we're all here for the same reasons, man, we should be able to, if, if we all have the same goal and we all want to get to the same place and we're not doing it, the only possible breakdown can be communication. You know, we all want the same thing, but we're not getting there. Then why? You know, and it's I, I've carried that with me outside of here and and, and in the rooms. It's 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 worked for me like flawlessly. Like it's it's great. Like when it works. But that's all, all I have for the moment. Does anybody else have anything to add? All right. If not, <laughs> please join us back next week. We'll be picking up on page two twenty seven. That's my clean date, 227, um, on the For the Group section. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.